And now, Jabroni Studios, in association with Big Herm Productions, is proud to present to you, recording from an undisclosed location in Oakdale, Connecticut, it's Chris Burns, it's Chris Lynch, this is Dysfunction Junction. Welcome everybody to Dysfunction Junction, back again in your face for another week of social commentary, laughs, and, well, whatever the fuck we decide to give you. My name is Chris Burns, to my immediate left, my co-host, Chris Lynch, and in the chair, he has no hair, it is the producer, Michael Big Herm Herman. Hello everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? Doing Doing pretty well. How was Thanksgiving? Let's start there. Uh, Just finished my food coma. Nice. Herm? Oh, it's pretty good. Where's the pastrami, yo? Uh, It's in the fridge. Ooh. Just some in the fridge. Too. I'm going to have to make a stop on just, the way home. Uh, my Thanksgiving fridge. was incredible. Um, I'm glad everybody had a good time. I just want to ask a question around the room before we get to quick hits. Raise your hand if your football team finally scored a win this weekend. Okay. Patriots, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, you're on a winning streak. Yeah. Herm, Broncos, how'd you do? Oh, they didn't just finally score. They've been scoring all season. Okay. So well, we good. went 68-3 to for the last two weeks, and I'm wearing my Falcon jersey in... Appreciation of that. Not only my Falcons jersey. Wearing that shit pretty fucking strong. You're damn right. That was a good game. And it's my very special jersey. I told you I'd wear this when the kid came back. The kid is back. I am. This show has made me feel so good. We got a lot of positive reviews this week. A lot of positive feedback. People loved the music episode. And we've been asked when we're going to do another one. So we're going to have to come up with a topic for the music episode. And that's where you, jabronis, come in. Junction Dysfunction Show at gmail.com is where you're going to send what music topic you'd like us to do. They love the drop ins. There was a, a young man named Ben who loved it. He says, I didn't know any, who any of the singers were, but they all sounded good. So, congratulations to you, Thank Ben. Thank you, Ben. Thank you very much. Yes, I worked for so many hours putting that show together. Nobody has any idea how hard this man works. He is truly the hardest working man in show business. In show business yes. right now. Yes. But. Uh, I'd be remiss if I did not mention, and I'll give Herm the chance to put this out for the public. We have a new platform that people can find our show on. Yep, yep. We uh, I uh, I went through it and figured it out this week, and uh, you can now find the Dysfunction Junction show on our YouTube channel. Yes. Um. All episodes are posted except for the episode three right now, which was, it was over two hours. Yeah, we got to find and, a way to trim and, it. And right now, they won't let me post a cast longer than two hours. Okay, so, you but, trim uh, a couple things. Uh, the, te- the teaser, episodes one, two, and four are all up in video form, so you can find us on YouTube. And the best part about it is you do not have to see any one of our ugly fucking mugs. I was mugs. just going to say that. You don't get to see our ugly mugs. We no, have, no. We have faces for radio. That's <laughs> right. There's a reason I've done this for a long time. But <clears throat> now comes the part where we're going to go around, give a little quick hit. I've been teasing mine for two weeks, so I'm going to let Lynch take his first. You're going to have to wait just five more minutes longer to hear the story. Lynch, what do you got? All right. So I was going through headlines earlier, earlier this morning. Um I kind of have two, and I'm, it's a toss-up as to which one I want to to kind of dive into. Pick the one in the middle. I was going to say, pick one, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys think about the Chris Cuomo case and being axed by CNN? They, uh, presumptively. He hasn't had any wrath yet from, from, the, from the network, but they're already kind of like... 
They haven't. They have the cross set up. This goes all the way back to the cancel culture bullshit. So he's he, he's opinionated. So what? I don't agree with him all the time. So what? That's what this country is made for. The exchange of ideas and opinions. The fact that there's a witch hunt for Chris Cuomo right now. And again, I don't agree with everything he says, but he should have a platform. He has the right to say what he wants to say and, and say it in a way that he... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play Herm's card right now. However, comma... You do, like when you go on Facebook or when you go to a venue, you kind of have to follow their rules. Kind of the same reason Allison Williams got fired from ESPN or Gina Carano got booted from Disney Plus because it didn't fit that mold and there may be a codicil in your contract that says you can't do this or say this or move this and work this. That's the only place I fall off and say, well, maybe they're maybe they're right. Well, and, that, and the problem being is that we don't know if, if that if that's a caveat to his contract with CNN. D- does he have that written explicitly in his contract that he cannot make statements like that or act in in a manner that uh, mo- most most networks have a, have a. a uh, I'm going to bet dollars to fucking donuts. There's a you can't talk shit on us and can't be talking no shit. That's going to make us look bad. While on our network. As you're a, an employee of our communications network clause. Well, and uh, somewhere in that motherfucker. Well, and I'll, I'll bring that uh, close to home for me is when I worked in Wigan Sun, uh, they passed a social media uh, policy back in 2012 <clears throat> that if you post anything de- defamatory, negative, or slanderous about the company, they can terminate your ass right on the spot. Yep. As well, they should. Look, okay. I may not have liked every day that I worked there and I was there for 10 and a half years. I certainly didn't go, and, and it, this is in the MySpace days, say Mohegan Sun could suck a dick. Mohegan Sun was good. It was individuals that could suck proverbial dick. I, I miss the atmosphere. I, I do miss the job. There are people that I don't miss. Yeah. And, and a, a person who's not going to be named right now is going through some of the same bullshit I went through. Back in 2018, um, <clears throat> let's just say that he's being railroaded, and it's just it's it sucks because they have an agenda. They have a they have their 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 they have they, they have their path that they want to take. And if you don't follow that path, or if you question it, so you thank you, fuck you, bye. That's leftist thinking, though. It it sucks because no, that that's. That's business. No, no, no I'm thinking. just saying in the in the real. I'm agreeing with you. You heard me earlier, right? You you did not have the car key in your ear. I agree. You work for them. You, you play by certain rules. But the leftist thinking is: if you don't agree with me, fuck you. And uh, it well, shows that, a lot. I don't, I, don't, I, I, I don't think that's an exclusively leftist. No, because there's a bunch on the right to do. I'm I'm, 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 li- I'm libertarian. I sit in the middle and watch the world burn. Well, and and <clears throat> when I say. Excuse me. He doesn't agree, or he brings up he, the points he brings up, or this person brings up are very valid, and they should be listened to. And when he's complaining of certain issues that he's having, give him a platform. But well, is that platform social media? No, it, it it's direct connection to the people that are that hold the keys to his fucking employment. Sure. Why 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 is he being shushed and being? focused on i don't know the story i don't know if there's something deeper but chances are if you go through all the right paths and there's that that open door policy all the way up to excuse me to the ceo any complaint you don't like what you got here go to this level you don't like what you got here you go to this level all the way if you get to the top 
and you're still being kind of, you know, hey, you, you might want, not want to do this, then you have a problem. Has he gone through all those, or she, I don't want to assume who this person is, because I don't know. Have they gone through all the channels and exhausted every option? Yeah, and every, and every avenue, roadblock. We'll, we'll discuss this off air. Okay, cool. Well, Herm, you got anything? No, I got nothing this week. Of course. <laughs> all right, you guys have heard it for two weeks. A man of few words. Yeah, not often, but that's okay. We still I love him anyway. I had a lot ready to go. and now I know, and we're going to get... We'll explain that in a few minutes. I'm not mad. I'm just saying I, I had the whole rug pulled, and I'm like, oh. Uh, but the rug's not bitch. all the way pulled. You're still on the edge. You're teetering. Yeah, we're good. We're good. I'm still here. I'm all still right, here. so for the last two weeks, I've been teasing this story. Um, I went and did a horse show in Springfield, Massachusetts for a wonderful group called Stateline Tack. Had the best time working that weekend. And on the way home, I knew I wasn't going to make Connecticut in time to grab beer. So I stopped in Springfield, little, little off to the side of the road, bodega type jerk. And, uh, okay, it doesn't matter who I piss off at this point. A little Haji working behind the uh, counter. I go in. I grab my 18 rack of Miller Lite, I put it on the counter, and I happen to be wearing my Kevin Harvick Bush Beer racing jacket. I will post a picture for all to see, so you have a reference. It'll be at our Facebook page. And the guy looks at the rack, he looks at me, and looks at the rack, he looks at me, and goes, you are buying the Miller Lite. He says, well, yeah, but your jacket says Bush. Yeah, it's a racing jacket. It happens to be the sponsor of my favorite race car driver. Can I please pay for the beer and just move along? Got a long drive ahead of me. You do not like the bush? <laughs> okay, now now he's got my attention, and I, I'm in that tractor beam for all you Star Wars fans. I'm in the tractor beam, and I can't get out. I am stuck in this conversation. Like I haven't drank bush beer probably since, I don't know, I was 24, 25 years old. Not a huge fan. Hmm. My favorite beer happens to be the Bush. Oh, fuck. Now, I, now I've insulted him. Now I feel like shit. I'm like, all right, well, you know, just let me pay for this and uh, let me get out of here. How much you want for a jacket? What? Like, this dude just, it, it, it's colder than a witch's tit out there, first of all. Second, I've only had this jacket since July. Bought it at the races. Like, uh, I'm not willing to, I'm not willing to part with it. Hmm. I give you $85. Uh, No. I know how much a jacket is worth. I know how much it means to me. Yeah, 85 is not enough. Hmm. I give you 100. Uh, no, in case you missed it, Haji, I am not parting with the jacket. Thank, Thanks, but no thanks. I know what this thing is worth. I also know what I paid for it. Don't tell anybody. What? Go ahead. And this guy's known, I, you, known you exactly, what, five minutes? 35 seconds by my <laughs> count. I want to buy your jacket. Yeah, yeah. Uh, your clothes. I will give, give them you, to me. Yeah. I need your clothes and your motorcycle. <laughs> okay, Arnold. I, I'm like, okay, you know, I'm I'm really not I'm really not enjoying this conversation. Can we just move along? I give you hundred twenty and your case is free. I'm like, free beer isn't gonna part with this jacket. I this is the most uh, Hollywood couldn't have written this conversation. But for a split fucking second when you heard the word free. Thought about it. Did you go? Thought about oh, it. Shit, maybe. But 120 is a bit too low. <laughs> Considering I just bought this jacket months plural ago, not years. I haven't had this thing forever. Right. It's it's still shiny and new. They give me shit when I wear it to work. Like, oh, here comes the sun. Cause yeah, it's, it's, it's all bright. The light and shiny. blue is really bright. It is very bright. But for the love of Pete, like, I don't go up to strangers and be like, yo, man, 
nice Yankee jacket you got on. Give you 50 bucks and uh, pay for your pasta dinner. You know, no. No, I mean, who gives this fucking dude the just out of nowhere, the, the unmitigated balls just to... I will give you 120 and uh, your case is free. Well, I, I got to give him kudos for, for his, his sack the size of grapefruit. The negotiation skills were low lacking, level. Lacking. I mean, he started way too low. Absolutely lacking, but I mean, for this guy that, you, like I, you said, 35 seconds that you've known him, is willing to walk up to you and say, I'll give you $125 for your jacket. And your case is free. <laughs> that was the part that, like how you about, said. How about lifetime free gas whenever I drive through this podunk fucking town? <laughs> Which I know. <laughs> oh, actually, I do often. Because you have to go up to. Uh, I got to go up to get Emma in, Emma. in Vermont or yeah. bring her back or whatever the fuck. And I could find this place in my sleep. You go to the Big E instead of where Gate 1 is. I don't know if any of you know where Gate uh, 1 of the exactly Big E is. I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, it'll be on your right. It's right <clears throat> next to a little pasta restaurant. So it's like Haji's, Beer Mart, and then the pasta restaurant. So look for it next time you go to the Big E in Springfield, Massachusetts. And It's no it's, bunghole liquors, though. It's not bunghole liquors. It's not. The best name for a, a liquor store ever. Absolutely. And b- before... I stop this. You mentioned bunghole liquors. I do have to mention that if you are also a fan of the Speedway Review, we do come back with a vengeance this Wednesday night. Uh, we took a week off for my personal tragedy and then for Thanksgiving. So this Wednesday, as you hear this tonight, if you're listening to this on Wednesday, if you listen to it on Thursday, you missed it. Go find it on Facebook. We are going to review the uh, career of Ryan Newman and talk a little bit about the Rocket Man from humble beginnings to you know, multiple NASCAR winner. And we're going to have a little fun along the way. But uh, thank you to all of you. Uh, we were here, so we didn't quit because I think we both needed that that week. But Speedway right. Review definitely right. thanks you. Go check us out on Facebook. It is Facebook exclusive only. So uh, without further ado, we're going to take a real quick break because my bladder is the size of a nickel today. And we're going to come back with the main topic. See you in a minute. Damn, I could listen to that all day. <laughs> On a loop, constant loop, like an eight-hour yeah, loop. Yeah, you've listened to the show yeah. in the car, and your yeah. shoulders start to move. <clears throat> dun, dun, bum, 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 dun. You start chair dancing Fuck yes. Yeah. I, I gave myself a dollar tip. That's how good my dancing was. <laughs> oh, Okay. You, you Way left, beside the point. You left your shirt on, though, right? Of course. Okay. I wouldn't show this melted ice cream to just everybody. <laughs> Part one of a two-part episode the question for the panel, and we'll start with Lynch. And we're all going to show examples. We're all going to talk around the table. Herm's got the uh, the timer on to let us know when the drum beat's going to start. Can someone get a fair trial in America with the 24-hour news cycle, social media, and court of public opinion weighing so heavily these days? All right, so I'm going to start with the Rittenhouse case. Um, I'm glad you did. I am shocked. I was shocked to hear the the verdict in that in that trial. Not me. Um, reason being, I was shocked is because you just said it. The court of public opinion in the fast food media that we live in t- today, you are merely a phone, screen, laptop, iPad away from getting your news. Perfect case in point. About six o'clock tonight. Actually, earlier, 5.30-ish, 
I get a ring video doorbell announcement that there's a fire right down the road because I heard the sirens mm-hmm. right down the road headed towards um, Salem. Okay. This story has not been verified. So why put it out there? Why pu- why cause a panic until you find out that there actually is a structure fire at this at this fucking house where people's lives may be in danger? It's creating that that fervor and that oh, oh my god nail biting experience where I I gotta follow this story. I media, gotta follow this story. Me, in this case, not media, but ring but is ring is plausible. Media induced fear. Exactly. They they put out they put this information out there without verifying that it's fact. And I've yet to get the notification saying that the house was actually on fire. Okay. All right. I heard what you said. But um, <clears throat> that ring, it's all free, right? Yeah. No. You pay for a monthly subscription service. With, I don't. With no, the I, ring. I don't use the, I don't pay for the but monthly you, one. Okay. Okay. So you, you do the poor man's one. You went on, and when you signed up for all their things, you hit the you hit the accept button, right? Absolutely. Well, when you hit the accept button, you said it was okay to get all of that. You told them it was okay for them to disseminate that information, that you wanted to be part of their network that lets you know what public safety is going on around you. Understood. I can understand that point. Now, that case, I would consider slightly different than the unasked for media dissemination that is pumped and shoved. You can't you can't open Google without it telling you shit you didn't even know you wanted to know. Right. You're oh, you're you're two clicks away from black dicks at any particular well, point. And, uh, I just, Always I yeah. just opened up Google right now and boom You got black dicks, didn't you? Not yet. Uh, That's actually my screensaver. You ever seen <laughs> Ted? You, you ever seen Ted too? Yes. yes I Fantastic have. scene. Yes. How to make How to make a pot pie? Did you want black dicks? <laughs> ben, I'm sorry. <laughs> like I'm, I'm I told right. you, bro, it's gonna get sideways. There's just shit on here. I d- I don't care about. But here's the the thing. I have the choice to scroll past it, not read it. There you go. And, and not. Educate, there you go. And not and not pollute my mind with you, the, with the bullshit. You have the choice to read what you want to. It's it's their job to make you want to click on it. It's your job to filter it. I'm going to go to his point first, then a, <clears throat> Herm's point since nobody can see me pointing other than you two. I'm going to go to Herm's point first, <clears throat> then I'm going to go to your point on Rittenhouse. To your point, for free ninety five, you're basically at the mercy of whatever they give you. You sign up for a service, much like Facebook, much like uh, you know headline news or whatever the fuck. You may not like the headlines. You don't always got to click on it. As far as public safety is concerned, I'm gonna lean toward him. Um, how about verifying the information? Because what turned out not to be a structure fire could have been some lady burning grease in a pan because she forgot to take the or bacon could, off. Or it could have been a, a pile of burning leaves right, in the I back. I get that. Yeah. But you're also, you're also relying... I'm with you on this You're one. relying on the knowledge that all of the programming and the algorithms in this system is going to do its job and you trust it. I rely on one person in this life, me. You you trust but the, I get it. You trust the system so much that you have it in your house 
to notify you when things go down in your house. Mm. If you can't believe or you're worried about the dissemination of public safety, why do you have the fucking thing in your house and why are you trusting it to watch your property and everything? A little bit off topic, but I like the question. So I, I you, you can't shit on it and, rely and, and on hug it. it. I use it for one specific purpose, yeah, purpose and one purpose only. Protect my property. Mm-hmm. Honestly, most of the shit that comes through on those little safety alerts, it's just bullshit. If Bob, I, Bobcat in backyard, bear, bear, bear in the woods, this, that, and the other thing. But did the bear but, shit in the woods? But when you're reporting on <clears throat> something that's geographically pretty fucking close to me, mm-hmm. I got a lot of woods between me and there. That shit could spread. Do I need to panic? Do I need to worry? Until you see flames, no. Now, so well, that, the, the, it, I'm going to circle back to the media. That's for you to figure out. It's just their job to tell you that something's going on. It's for you to determine how important that is to your life. But to circle back to how the media, the responsibility of the, of the media. And then I'll make my point on your point. The responsibility of the media is to report the facts. When, oh. and when, when media is reporting opinion without all the all the facts mm-hmm. of known on the case that creates that hysteria in people's minds so you brought up kyle rittenhouse yes the initial reports and we've all talked about this before the initial reports on kyle rittenhouse were led off with white supremacist teen vigilante none of which were true you can agree or disagree on why he was there that is fine but to label that young man as a white supremacist or a teen vigilante is irresponsible journalism. Now, what you just said makes a lot of sense, and it goes into our topic, and it's going to go into our guest next week. Unfortunately, he could not be here tonight. He will be here next week. And this is, guys, when you hear this story, you're going to want to shit yourself sideways. You'll be sliding Bidens for a week because this story has got more holes in it than fucking a screen door on a battleship. This is nuts. But... I took interest in Kyle Rittenhouse and the case for two reasons. One was the initial media coverage. Was this kid really a white supremacist? Was he a vigilante? Was he this? Was he that? The more video footage and testimony and you know onlookers that were there that saw what happened, and they all tell the same story. And it turns out this kid is not a vigilante. He was there protecting property where his father worked. He was cleaning graffiti. He was there to protect, like, something we talked about off air. If it were you, if it were your brother, if it were your business, your life savings, you want that to happen to you? And I, and I had this conversation with people online and in person in the last two weeks. What if it were you? What if it were your kids? Oh, it'll never happen to my kids. No, stop with that bullshit. You don't, you don't know that because... Because speculation and 50 cents will get you a warm cup of coffee. Won't be hot, but it'll be warm. Mike's a small business owner. He has a DJ company that he prides himself on doing, providing a quality service. And he does a fantastic job. And if somebody goes out of their way to shit on his business, and I know about it, you don't know the facts, man. There, there's more to the story than what you're being told. You're being told half the side, half of the story. You're only being told one side, and that's why I was so shocked that, based upon the media coverage of the Rittenhouse case, the, the prosecution came in with a, such a smug attitude and big shoulders, and 
you know, pompous attitude. I got this. This is in the bag. Well, I don't even know why we're going to trial. He's fucking guilty. You can't go in to any court with that attitude. You have to go into the court. I'm getting court. smug now. I'm putting my feet up. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. you, you can't go into a court. This is where I go nuts. Go ahead. Well, you can't go into a court with a predisposed notion. And as Mike had mentioned to me off, off, off Mike, was that they, they, they go through the voir dire process and they go through a selection process. Or as my cousin Vinny would say, voir dire. But they go through the, the process that, you're, that you we're afforded in our judicial system to select the people that they think, the judge and the attorneys think, that are going to be less prejudiced. The prosecution and the defense have to agree on all 12. Correct. And if there's... All right, hey, I know the I know that cop or I know this person. Oh, you know what? Quick story while we're here and this this will work in. I had jury duty about 10 years ago and it was a murder case. I was excited, dude. I was so rigid. I walked in there shoulder like you said shoulders out, puffed, I'm ready to go. I am listening to the facts of the case and I had read about it, not extensively, but it was local. And I'm like, "Oh, Okay, I remember this, but I don't remember all the details. They started to read off the witness list. I knew 12 cops, three firemen, two AMTs, and uh, one of the bystanders. Out of a list of 104 potential witnesses, I knew 30. That happened to me back in, like, 99. Um, <laughs> because wait, I wor- wait for the finish when you're done. Go ahead. Remind because, me of the finish. Because I worked at the casino. I worked with a lot of state police officers. Um working in surveillance and uh when i say when we go i go through voir they put me in in the in the courtroom then i see this one cop walks in a lynch a lynch a lynch well see but i didn't even have that because none of these people were allowed at the uh at the jury selection well and we weren't i wasn't presented with a with the list of potential witnesses we were doing they don't do that until you move into that pool of i don't know 64 yeah and then once people once these guys started walking in the judge goes uh something tells me you know most of these guys in this room right now i was like yeah i do he's like where do you work son i said mohegan sun in surveillance i work alongside tribal police and uh connecticut state police he goes you're dismissed okay so my story goes as the you know We've read your, you know, little survey. We've done this, and and look, I'm I'm all about justice. I I think the system works to an extent, and we'll get into that later on. It works until it doesn't. Exactly. <laughs> or when it doesn't, you know, depending on which side of the fence you sit on, it's a travesty, or it's the best thing ever. So you know, we've read we've read your comments. We've read your thing here, and uh, we'd like to know: uh, is there any reason why you couldn't be? A fair and impartial juror. And I said, well, and that's where both lawyers went, huh? Well, and, and it, was a, it was a long drawn out well. I do know a few people on the witness list. Okay. Who are they? You got the yellow notepad. And I read off, I think there might have been 28 names. I, 28 or 30. And, the, and you can see the judge writing down each name or, or marking them off on his sheet. And he goes, so um, how do you know this particular cop? Uh, uh, him and my dad used to go fishing a lot. And, uh, you know, he's been a lifelong friend. Who's your dad? Former deputy chief of police in this particular town. 
Hmm. How do you know this person? Went to school together. He's now a cop. Hmm. How do you know this person? He was the best man in my my brother's wedding. How do you know this? They got about eight eight names in and uh, sidebar. They all go up. Mr. Burns, would you mind stepping outside for a minute? Sure. Now, to their credit, both attorneys were like, we've read his, you know, his little survey. We have no doubt he can be an impartial juror. But the fact that he knows a third of the people on this list, we have to dismiss him. They bring me back in. We have no doubt in our mind that, you know, we I've spoken to the lawyers. They have no doubt in their mind that you could be a fair and impartial, you know, juror. But unfortunately, because you know this many people, I'm sorry, Mr. Burns, we're going to have to excuse you. Okay, got in my car. I was pissed off. I was pissed off. I was ready for my law and order moment. But don't don't. But again, going back to it, it, they went through the process. I wasn't picked because I was I was going to fit this side's narrative or this side's narrative. And that was only ten years ago. But going back to Rittenhouse, that was a year ago, and he was painted in such a corner that. He was guilty until proven innocent. He th- That team, that defense team, had to prove he was innocent instead of letting what we've all been told due our process. entire lives, due process, innocent until proven guilty. That doesn't happen nowadays. And the Rittenhouse case may be the the pinnacle of that uh, of the 24-hour news cycle. You know, anybody could point to OJ, but that was, Christ, 25, 26 years ago, and it was on TV every day. But... They didn't release those facts to the public or they didn't paint O.J. into a corner until the trial started and then everybody got their opinion. They got their day in the sun, whereas now Rittenhouse already had these two fake narratives put over his head, white supremacist, teen vigilante, and now it was up to the defense to... It's always up to the defense to prove their client's innocence or, or what have you or to give them a fair trial. But in this case, he was painted with such a broad brush that the defense had extra work on their hands. So how, how difficult is it now to find a impartial jury pool because of said 24-hour news cycle, fast food media, Twitter? Uh, you got Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, um, you name it. Any, any social media venue right now reports on this shit constantly. You'd almost have to find you'd have to find of- You have to find somebody who lives in fucking Somalia. That or you'd have to find a bunch of 78-year-olds who don't know how to work social media and everything's from a newspaper. And a lot of newspapers in the country, my former favorite is now very slanted, the Washington Post. Yep. I've always sung their praises until about two years ago when they became woke folk. Your job is to report the news, not to report a narrative. There is a page or two for that. It's called Opinion. Put it there. Don't put it on the front page. Right. And and I, I feel that most newspapers or news websites now are just an opinion page. They're not, they don't state the facts or they state things that the you don't know to be true up until the point and it hasn't come out in discovery and trial. It hasn't gone through trial. Give the guy a day in, in sure, court. Because there's something Everybody that, deserves their fair shake in court. There's something that Johnny Regular down at the pizza joint does not know about this case, or it may be a million things that Johnny Regular down at the pizza joint does not know about this case, but he's already clouded by what has been fed to him, whether it's through Facebook or through Twitter or through Google or through any number, if these people read it all sometimes, because 
if you listen to some of these people during the Rittenhouse trial, they didn't know what that protest, or I, I say protest kind of ironically. It wasn't a protest, it was a fucking riot. They thought it was about George Floyd. Wrong. It was about Jacob Blake, who is alive, but Jacob Blake was in the process of stealing his girlfriend's car, knife in hand, was going to toss her out, take the kids, his kids, but doesn't matter. Jacob Blake's also a career criminal and a convicted pedophile. And after three requests, drop the knife, drop the knife, drop the knife, he was fired upon. It's not, George Floyd didn't need to die. And I and the Derek Chauvin case went exactly how it should have went. Derek Chauvin went to jail. I, I agree. George Floyd did not need to die. No, he did what not. What people forget is that George Floyd was in commission of a capital felony at the time of his arrest slash death. Was it murder? No, murder is done with malice and forethought. But he died. He should be, that cop, Derek Chauvin, should have been rung up. In the Rittenhouse case, no, people people had him under the jail before the facts of the case even came out. Well, and then he was on the ground when he fired his first shot mm-hmm. at the guy who, uh, what's his nuts, who he shot through his bicep. Rosenbaum. Rosenbaum. And tore up his fucking bicep. Yep. And then, uh, it, it, and he was hit in the head with a brick. And he was... He was and a skateboard. In a skateboard. I mean, granted, he was 17 at the time of the incident, still a minor. <laughs> In possession of a weapon that he was legally allowed to possess in that state. In that state, yes, but... But because he had 50% um, citizenship in that state between his father and mother, it was legal for his father to give him that weapon. Okay, so you're painting... This is the letter of the law. Right. Okay. And that's what people people ignore. And people will disagree with me, and they have. And I, I... Trust me, I understand exactly where they're coming from. <clears throat> Does a 17-year-old need to be carrying AR and AK or whatever fucking automatic rifle? It was an AR-15. But do they need to have that? No. He could have easily had a Glock 9, Glock mm-hmm. 40, you know, uh, a fucking 357. Could have had a Saturday special, for crying out loud. A little 22-piece shooter. As long as that kid is legally allowed to possess that weapon, if he fears fight or flight for his life he ran three times and he video shows it and he used escalation of force mm-hmm. he retreated he was attacked and he then he retaliated again. at the at the third time at the third yes. time he retaliated so what, when, what, what when, do they t- who they, was it was it rosenbaum what not Ro- it might have been grosskreutz the guy who lived Gross there's rosenbroy there's rosenbaum and another guy that died uh the other one you said, the Grosskreis or whatever. Grosskreis lived. He yeah, testified. He lived. He's the one that got shot in the arm. Yeah, and he was the one that actually testified. He and he he was asked, "When did Rosenbaum? Not Rosenbaum. Damn it! When did Rittenhouse fire upon you? When I went to grab for his gun and take it away from him, and you had already drawn your pistol down on Mister Rittenhouse. Yes. So the intent was there." Had he not done what he'd done, this is a different conversation. Absolutely. And and, and <clears throat> because the way the media portrayed this entire story, like as you, to your point, you said that he was already painted as a white supremacist, white supremacist teen vigilante, teen vigilante, just walking the streets with an AR-15, just looking to, looking to start a fight. That is not what this kid was doing. He was defending his family's property, is defending his family's business. 
If I owned a small business and you're coming to my into my city and you're trying to set fire to my business and steal shit from me, all bets are off. I want to turn this conversation over to Herm real quick. Grab you. Are you on? Are you good? I'm on. Okay. <clears throat> Again, Lynch brought it up. You are a small business owner here in the area that we live in. Mm-hmm. You do uh, public events. You mm-hmm. do weddings. You do karaoke. You do all sorts of neat shit. Here's the question I'm going to ask you. Do you have a, a permit to carry in the state? No. No. If you did. I do, you... but I carry. Oh. <laughs> Nobody needs to know what happens. We're going to edit that in post. <clears throat> no, we're not. We're going to leave it in. But it, all right, let's say this was an open carry state and you're carrying and someone comes in to one of your events and tries to pipe bomb it. Your life is in danger. Now, the, your, your first instinct is, okay, there's a fire. We need to exit. Now, as you're exiting, someone has a lead pipe and they're looking to smash your skull in. Self-defense is everybody's right. Yep. So I'm not asking your opinion on whether Rittenhouse was right or wrong, because um, we've had conversations about this, and I really don't want to drag it out. However, if you shoot your aggressor, how are you the asshole? Because I drew a gun. Wrong. No. If someone's coming after you, lead pipe, firebomb, uh, Glock 9, whatever... Uh, dipshit McGee there, uh, Grosskreutz was carrying, he drew down on Rittenhouse first. If you look at all of the video, he's either got barrel up or barrel down. He was not in an aggressive position at any time until the third time he was knocked to the ground and Grosskreutz went for the rifle. Self-defense is everybody's right. So when these people say, well, as long as there's a cause, who cares about rioting? Who cares about looting? We'd all like to come to your house this week and protest something. We'll steal your shit and, you know, we'll come in. I need a big screen TV. Mine is, mine's good, but it's not good enough. You know, if I can't see WrestleMania 11 as big as Lynch's wall, I'm not happy. So if you got a big-ass TV, tell us where you live. I'd like to come with my cause, no matter what it is. I want to peacefully protest with fire. And with theft and with bodily harm up to and including murder. I want to do this, but the question goes back to you. You've already kind of agreed. (laughs) Self-defense is everybody's right. Yeah, but then there's there's mitigating circumstances. Thank you. Because... Am I just the DJ at the event that somebody's popping off? Because... Or are you the target? That's what I'm saying. Are you the target? mm, And here's the problem. So, somebody comes over to my house, to my house. Your house. My house. Uh Uh-huh. And wants to destroy all my DJ and all my sound production, wants to destroy my studio. Shoot him. Um, right. Fucking shoot him. Okay. But Travis decides to pick up a... AR-15 that I gave to him as a present one year. Is he legally able to and carry? And stand outside. Uh, didn't, sure. He's of his. He's of age, and in this state, yes, sir, it's a long gun. Uh, that's what I'm working on. I'm going to see if we are on the same page or we're going to go sideways. So now when somebody tries to come to my house and Travis shoots them, is he right? Have they already started to I commit no. the act? 
Have they already I started? No. Have they already started to commit the act? Have they started destroying your your equipment? They may or may have. Let's let's say they're already trying to set fire to the house. I'd say he has every right. I'd say he does. He's protecting I'd his say, dad. Uh, mm, I'm uh, with, no, we're gonna I go would sideways. Say, I would say that that's my house. He lives under my rules on my property. Where he are is, you? Where? Okay, que- okay. He's fair only question. there. His right and his position is to call the fucking police. Is his life in danger? Huh? No, is his life in danger? Could be. Could be. But Self defense is his right. Could be. But, but under I, what case? But I'm going to agree with Mike. Can he just go inside the house? Well, because there, if he just there, goes inside the house, you, then there's no you, problem. You just said mitigating factors. Has he been attacked? Has he been threatened? Has he had you, you, aggression put upon him? You're, you're, Those you're, are your mitigating factors. Maybe so. But it comes down to, was it Kyle's business he was trying to solve and trying to save? No. It was something he thought he had a part of. I honestly, and something that he thought he was part of I but honestly, honestly and truly his parents or his father made that fucking business i honestly think and it, kyle was just trying to be okay, a hero no a little bit. hey fair fair point however i will say that every american you know if i walk down the street and a dude's beating up an old lady i'm gonna defend the old lady you know i'm gonna i'm gonna intervene that's being a good American. That's being a good citizen. American, you know, I'm going to take that word out. Strike American from the record. That's just being a good person. Okay? So if a thousand people are burning down businesses and you're trying to stop them, that's just being a good citizen. That has nothing to do with the right or the left or or gun nuts or anti-gun people. My man was just trying to be a good citizen. And, that, and, and, and my, my opinion may differ from you. But I'll tell you this, if that shit came to our town, I'd want to be on the front line, not sitting in my house waiting for it to happen to me. Well, and I I can totally understand Mike's point point in this. So do I. It's up to Mike to defend his own business. It's up to Mike to defend his own property. And if your son were to grab a gun that... Uh, Not just grab a gun. Left us left where he was and went to went to my house specifically because he knew there was a gun there that he could get his hands on that he could do his defense defending with. I'd stand he behind him. He specifically went to that house because there was a gun I'd there. I'd stand behind him one thousand percent. Look, and I'm not saying that cleaning the graffiti. I'm not saying putting the fire out. I'm not saying a lot of the shit that he did wasn't correct in being a good person but deliberately going to a neighborhood to pick up a weapon where and picking up a weapon to stand on your front lawn when you specifically haven't been targeted personally there's a line crossed bro i can't go downstairs go downtown because there's a riot with a gun because hey this is my fucking town i'm i'm a big believer and you know this i'm a big believer in defend what's yours and we we can all say I agree with we, that too. We can say, but none of it was his. When it comes when can, it comes to my house, my property, my life, my wife's life, and my livelihood, I'm going to defend it 110. We can, yes, but we, none of it was. We his. can all stand and on ceremony. I, I will under I I will concede to agree to the point that I you're don't making. disagree with him. I I may I have will, a differing viewpoint, but I don't disagree with anything he said. No, and I I would I would never. My children have not my child my children have been raised to stick up for me. 
All right. Somebody's talking shit on me. Somebody will be like, yo, that, that ain't yeah, that's right. fucked up. Okay. And they'll say that. However, at no point have my kids ever been given the green light that if anything goes wrong with this house, pick up a gun and start shooting people because they seem aggressive. Of right? those three, how many are of adult age to make their own decisions? Two. Okay. Fair question. I'm sure here's where I'm and going. One, only because one of them's only like 12, 13. Right. Yeah. So going back to that point, you know, if shit's going haywire south in the town I live in, you know, there's a lot of other lives involved. They may not be able to defend themselves. And, and much like this particular point at that, quote unquote, peaceful protest, the cops were told to hang back. Doesn't Absolutely. matter. Doesn't matter what's going on. Let the let the fucking town burn. Just stand no, back. No, that's, that's not. Well, you, you're a police officer. You know damn no, well. No, I'm not. Well, you, I'm sorry. You grew up. Around yes. the police. Yes, I did. My, my mistake. No worries. You, 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 if I was a cop, you, I might shoot myself. I don't know. You're embedded with that. You know that under certain situations, all right, <clears throat> and I'm not, I'm not saying that all situations are correct, but there are certain situations where you've got groups of people and completely that are overpowering the police. Well, and, and here's the problem is that the... And the now, people, now your problem is, is if your police stay, they're all going to die. And you're you're I have a counter to that, but you're you're under you're underpowered. They have better guns than you. They have stronger right, guns than you. Right, right. You're you you have you hold the weaker. You literally hold the weaker position. Any any time I've heard of uh, in the stuff I look at on YouTube, where and these guys are pretty do a lot of research before they even yeah. publish a video. <clears throat> the reason that ten cops show up to deal with one guy. Is you want to have the upper hand on the situation? You want to be, you want to be the 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 king in the chess piece. Right. If it goes south, if sure. Goes, it, you want to have the. You want to have the you upper want to hand. Have the power before the crazy train gets off the rails. We're talking about the 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 due process, but I, I guess my question, going back to your point about the police, and I'm sorry to have cut you off. No, no, we go are ahead. going way off the rails. What is what is the on a lot of these cop cars well, I, around the world, what does it say on the side? To protect, protect and serve. To protect and serve, well, or protect and defend. Well, I think a lot of what we're talking about... Then get about, out there and protect and I fucking I think a defend. lot of what we're talking about rolls into what causes these okay, situations. Okay, fair. Because cops are painted in such a negative light. Granted, there are bad cops out in the world. There are assholes in the world who get a badge and a gun who think they're Johnny Big Dick and, wanna, oh, yeah. and, and just want to act like an asshole... When they interact with the public. Act like or just exude their personality? I watched a video this morning. This morning after Megan <laughs> after Megan went to work. This young lady was accused of shoplifting at a Walgreens. The employee said they saw her stash shit in her jacket. Mm -hmm. Okay. Her story was, oh, I put everything back. And the cop said, did you? Because... Now I have a now I have a legal right to for search and seizure. Correct. Now I have a, a legal I I, I I have a purpose to search you. And he said, "Look, I'm going to give you the chance. If you have something on you, cough it up." So after about five minutes discussion, you know she gets a little emotional, a little upset, and she starts pulling shit out of her jacket and putting it back in the little buggy. Thankfully, they never found us, Herm. <laughs> and at the end of the story, she said, "Well." I'm homeless and I don't have a hat. I don't have gloves. I don't have this that I need. I, and I'm really sorry that I did this. I'm already on bond for something else. And the cop made the, the, 
the best decision I think a, a cop could make. He fucking bought her. I was just about to say, I hope he did that. He bought her hat, gloves, pair of pants, stuff she needed because she was living out of her fucking car. That's beautiful. Now, the, and but this was a guy who's anti First Amendment right uh, auditors. Not anti. Not he's not anti First Amendment. He exposes these fucking. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. He, he exposes these guys who just go out to courthouses and 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 spews the bullshit and just spews bullshit and, and antagonizes cops to get into a situation. And he was being ironic and he was being sarcastic. He's like. Oh, look at this mean-ass cop buying this young lady. That's the best shit, way to do it. Shit she needs. Best way to do it. To get through her life. <clears throat> now, the public doesn't see the, the the highlight reel of that shit. All they see... Oh, they're going to cut and paste and show you what they and want. And they're going to... Like I told you before... they're gonna the narrative. They're going to fit their narrative to what they want to portray. Either the defendant or the police or whatever, what have you in this case... They're going to paint the fucking narrative to make it look like this guy's already guilty. And how? And you're, you're, you're literally journalism is polluting the journal pool. Uh, the, jur- the jury uh, pool. Jury pool okay. Not the germa pool. Germa pool. Jury pool. I, sl- I swam in one of those words. <clears throat> it was not fun. But, but, they, but they put all this bullshit out that they can't verify. They can't prove. They don't know with, with, what is fact. They're giving you an opinion on what they were told. Not the actual facts of the case. Okay. I, I like it. I, I would rather report a crime. All right. So Chris Lynch goes to the 7-Eleven down in Montville near Mohegan Sun. Mm-hmm. He draws a weapon. He demands money. He gets money. Gets in his car. Fl- or gets in his truck. Flees. Gets arrested. That's all you need to know. Then you don't want news. That is news. That is news. No, that's not news. That is news. The rest of it is for the court. You, I don't know how any of you... Have have been watching TV lately, um, with a very jaundiced eye, as but, you've known. Mm, but there's these things called sponsors, and they're the people that actually pay for the TV show that you're watching. And the same way that your employee doesn't want you to talk any shit, and the same way that your employer can tell you that this is the rule, and if you don't like it, too bad, and this is how we want everything to be portrayed. Gentlemen, it's a business. Sure, but if you're going to portray yourself as news, okay. But wait, wait. Let me finish the then, point. Let me finish the point. Then you've if got you're going to portray yourself then you've as got news. Got to shit on completely the complete other side. Either you shit on it, false e- either you too. shit on everything, or you hug or, it. or you put yourself out there as Channel Three News and Opinion, because the news is this happened in. Lafayette, Indiana. Right, but you guys are remembering that when the Kyle Rittenhouse story started, that where do, where do news stories come from? Events, things that happen. No, mm. no, 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 no. Events are just things that happen. You better enlighten me, or, or oh, I'm, I'm going to. Light you I, 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 I'm I going can, to. I can already Events see are just things that happen. Okay, news stories come from sources. So when they immediately started with the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, they're they're getting news from sources involved. You can't talk to Kyle Rittenhouse. That motherfucker's been arrested. What you have And is there was pe- media silence until but the trial. What you have is people involved all over the place around it, and those are the sources 
that the media is using. The problem is it's very similar. It's 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 kind of similar to science. And and I'm not saying that 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 the that mainstream media on both sides don't cloud a lot of shit. Okay, but here's the thing with science. Like you learn something with science and it was that way when you were a kid, right? And then cuz like, you know, Pluto. And then <laughs> not and a then, planet. All right. And then we Maybe grow it is. up. We don't know. And then science Science changes, and no, now Pluto is not a planet. And then there's some more things that happen in science. And it's back. And then, oh, Pluto's back. That's the same development that happens with your story. The story happens right here. The problem is, is they only have this big of a pool of information right off the rip. As he's showing, it's about the size of a tuna can. Well, yeah, it's, we're it's, talking a tuna can. It's compartmentalized. Right? Well, it, it's, it's what they can... It's, they've got to be able to put something on the fucking air. Otherwise, they make no money. I can understand that So point. they take what they get, and slowly, slowly, you get a court of opinion that starts, and that's fine. But if you noticed, the Kyle Rittenhouse case did change over the course of time. The media in the beginning, yes. When the trial yes. started. Yes, the media in the beginning, when it all went down from what they were getting from their sources, that's what the situation was. But as they learned more from other sources, it that story changed, and they rounded out on him. And the media, when the trial went down and the verdicts came out, the media was not very. They were not. They were not. They were not all over him. They were kind of just reporting what the fuck was happening. And very, you kind of see it. Very it was reserved. only in that beginning to try to get somebody to launch on the story. And I, so I will agree to that point. Because we have to remember that in the beginning when these stories happen, you're only going by the little shards of information they can get to put a story together. Okay. Uh, uh, and they might overstep their bounds and fuck up when doing it. Having had friends in print media, I, I've never known anybody in broadcast, like big broadcast. When I say big broadcast, I don't talk about local radio. I, I talk about... Like, like big three, like major, yeah, major ABC, channels. NBC, CBS, CNN. You can go down the list. MSNBC, whatever the fuck. I've never known All anybody those in that, that world. Won't take my phone calls about this podca- podcast. Pretty yeah. much. Yeah. <laughs> Responsibility in journalism is a big thing. How many people did you talk to, and how did you come to seven hours after this happened with the words "white supremacist, teenage vigilante"? And I'm not saying you're wrong. Everything you said made sense. And well, I, I, I'm, I'm very much enjoying your point of view. A lot of that is your producer. Your producer, let, let's be honest. I want the best fucking show I can make out of you, too. You're getting it. All right? Because I'm half hot up, right now. Right. If I can come up with a term or a phrase that you'll pitch that works and tightens it up just a hair, as a producer, it's my job to make sure that that show goes better than we had thought it was going to be. Going. And I think that term is and that's, well done. And that's that's kind of where it goes. The producer wants the producer of the show and the guy running the show those people all want they want they want viewers. Mm-hmm. Well, they are <clears throat> or listeners. All right, so and they want con- your journalists they want content. There's a constant conflict between your journalists and your reporters and what your producer and the people that are want to make the show hot and big want to push right 
So we it's it's and the problem is is it's it's we call it the media, and a lot of it comes down to um, the the a lot of the actual journalists take a lot of shit, but a lot of that comes down to what the people behind the scenes. It's the same thing, dude. I make you guys sound fucking amazing. <laughs> All right? That's my job. While my sounding job, like a disembodied voice in the process. Right, right, right. My job is to make you so- you guys sound good, to, to listen to the show and tighten it up and make it sound as the best it can. There's somebody in a room somewhere fighting fighting the, the, the truth and the reality that the journalists are trying to report with just enough sensational and trigger to make you come back and watch the evening news tomorrow night. Okay. Yep. Journalists are only going to regurgitate the facts, not facts, but the stories they hear. Now, here's where I'm going to go sideways, and he's taking off his cans. Go. No, because the question's for you there, Harry Crack. And, I listen. Oh, for the love of fuck. Anyway, you brought up something similar earlier. If Chris Lynch goes to the 7-Eleven and, and here's what happened. All right, let's say for the sake of argument, there is a, not for the sake of argument, this is fact, there is a Jamaican grocery in Middletown. Yep. So Mike's tough for money. Maybe he is, maybe he isn't. I'm speculating. Speculation is worth a hill of shit. But Mike maybe falls upon hard times. He needs money. He knows the Jamaican grocery makes a lot of money. He goes in there with a gun, no matter what the gun is. We can see by looking at Herm, he's a white guy. So Herm goes into the Jamaican grocery, robs the Jamaican grocery, makes off with, say, 600 bucks in cash. He feeds his need albeit by sideways, you know, avenues, and he goes. Now, with today's media, he's a white guy robbing a Jamaican grocery. All of a sudden, he's a white supremacist. Now, I've known this guy 30-plus years. At no, please, at no point has he ever, ever said anything to lead me to believe that Michael Herman is a white supremacist, but that's what the media is feeding you. Now, do you think, no matter what I put on social media, no matter the calls I make to the newspaper, no matter the calls I make to the local television station or the even the big names, where I say, look, I've known this guy. I can tell you everything you want to know about him from the way low down dirty to the top of the line, angel fucking wing gimmicks Jones. They don't want to listen to me. Because, like he said, and this is what I agree with the most, sensationalism sells. <clears throat> but if that's him that's going through this, you're fucking right. I will stomp my feet and light a match to make sure that this guy gets the fair coverage he deserves. But I'm one guy. And his wife's probably going to stand right next to me. Stomp her feet and light a match. It, what matters is give the people the right, just give them the information because I'll tell you this, if I ever heard of either one of you going into, and we've gone through this, you and me, on a separate note, and that's maybe a way long story for another show, two or three years into it. If you believe what you're told, if you are operating with 50% of the information, you are 100% of a fucking idiot. Well, and you're you're crippled because you don't have the the second viewpoint. Basically, uh, the, you right. you were the example. Right. Hit it. 
All right, so to your point, <clears throat> what if before I robbed the Jamaican grocery store, I had been drinking or hanging out with a group of people that were known to be disrespectful and hateful towards Jamaicans? Did you know that no, at wait, the time? No, wait. Oh, well, that's a very valid question. Did well, you know I, that at the time? Um, Were you singing Fuck Bob Marley? I mean, seriously. I mean, Well, here's where I'm going with that. Is mitigating that we, circumstances, here, which you brought up earlier. Here's where I'm going, is that we had reports that Kyle had had a couple of drinks with a bunch of guys in a bar that were known Proud Boy members, was seen drinking. Wait, is this real? Uh-huh. Uh, prior, I had never heard this. Prior to this, it was seen. He was known, known. It was, it was, and, and that's where I'm going. If, if that was true, all right. So that was the report. So here's where I'm going. The report is, is if it was reported right after I knocked over the liquor store, uh, the the grocery store, that I've been hanging out with a bunch of anti-Jamaican people, would you say it would have been a safe assumption? To connect, to add one and two, add one and one, and come up with a number of two. You're asking my opinion? Mm. Absolutely not, <clears throat> um, because. So I can totally drink with the KKK and go. Let's just say I totally go out and drink with the KKK, but when I show up at the Black Panther meeting to do my meeting, that's okay. Total side note, but this goes <laughs> to your point. Um, but nobody at the Panther meeting is supposed to be sometime mad. Sometime around 1999. I met a dude that worked at the casino. He didn't work there long, and uh, seemed like a, he seemed like a righteous dude. He was like, "Dude, you want? We work grave shifts, so you get out at eight. You have to wait for the packies to open at nine. Dude, you want to you want to drain a twelve pack? I'm like, dude, sounds great. You you seem like a fucking righteous dude. You seem like you could be a friend. Okay, we get together. We drain a twelve pack. We're having a good time. Whatever." The next day, I show up at work. I see him in and about the hallways. He goes, "Hey, man, I really enjoyed that. I, I want you to. I want you to come meet my friends." And he hands me a card. Do you know that that card was a KKK card? And I never spoke to that dude again. Association does not immediately mean <clears throat> guilt. Not to you. No, to the public opinion. That's no, the problem. Yes, but yes, it does, sir. Because I can tell you this from being a chef: perception is everything. Everything in life I is can't about wait to perception. hear this. I can't wait to hear this. Because we have another point we have to make, and I know the timer's clicking. Yeah, we're at like 50 minutes right now. Yeah, Look, I know. It's perception is everything, all right? If, all right, so it's it's one of the easiest tricks I tell young cooks that color equals cooked. Sometimes you can get away with flubbing something <laughs> because there's just enough color on it that it looks like it was done right. Now, the perception is that when you get it out to the table, it's perfect. Is food the same thing but as point, this? But Come on, it, man. It, but it is. It is. If you perceive it as perfect, is it not perfect? Perception isn't reality, bro. But it is reality. Every one of us perception is reality. That goes back reality. to another episode. The way that we perceive everything in life is our reality. That goes back to my <clears throat> truth, your truth. There is no my truth, your truth. There's the truth. There is, this carpet is, you know, 
brown with some white or someone would say it would white with some brown or some would say it's tan but at the end of the day we've all identified the colors of the fucking carpet that box over there is a white box with a superman logo on it and the facebook post with the dress that's either blue and gray or gold and yellow or same picture i don't buy cameras. that shit that's it just, is no it try, I, try. I don't buy into that it, shit it, it, I, I it was comes just... down it per, that's why perception is everything what you see as a shade of blue over on the wall is not the same shade of blue that i see you and i can agree that it is a light beautiful sky blue however the two of us do not see the exact same shade we both perceive that as the same color and we both see that as sky blue but i may see it in a lighter color it's not the same color in your eyes as it is in mine but if you bring the creator of you're talking about the dress thing from way back when i hated that or whether it said Clara, or whether it said Maud, or whatever the fuck that thing was. Right. If the creator of said, say, you're wearing a t-shirt right now, it looks to be navy blue. Mm-hmm. Anybody with a that's not colorblind will look at that and go, minimally, they'll say, it's blue. Some may say deep blue, some may say navy blue. But if you bring John Haynes, and I don't know if it's a Haynes t-shirt, I'm kind of speculating right now. But if the tag says Haynes and you bring John Haynes, totally made up dude. I don't know if there's a John Haynes. If there is, listen to the show. And he comes in and he says, yeah, I made that shirt. It's navy blue. And he goes, fuck you, it's not. You just heard the actual fact from a person that, that was responsible. You heard John Haynes's reality he made you the heard fucking John, shirt yep, if you make you me saw, a, and, and he told you what color if he you make me a steak if you make me a steak today and i say this is fish am i wrong or am i right you're the customer technically Horse your perception shit. is right no I, the customer's not always right but and I, I fight I, this every day i understand herm's point on this is i do that too i just want to fuck with him but per- perception steak is not fish Reality is 99% perception of how you perceive what you're told, what you read, what how you in 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 discussions like this. We may all three of us disagree on the same fucking topic. I may say, "Now nah, I kind of see that more as a uh, topaz." Oh, for the love of shit. You know, it's uh, my perception. <laughs> I've seen a shirt that was called topaz that looked just like that before. If he buys do, that on a rack that says Do you know Navy. how I know you're gay? Yeah, because I, I said the word topaz. <laughs> Thank you. Fist bump, my man. But it, I understand the point he's trying to make here. Is that <clears throat> I perceive, all right, this, that's, what What color do you think this is? Lime green. Okay. You? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a lime green color. And and, and and to me, it's lime green. So that's one point we all agree on. Okay. So we. By the way, for the sake of those that can't see, Lynch is showing his dick. And uh, it is lime green. It matches his it's shirt. A and it's pr- as big as a Pringles can. <laughs> you beat me to the punch, you asshole. That's my job. Um, but, but yeah, like that's but one I, of the few things that we agree on, probably because for this, just same, none of us can come up with another fucking specific color name. Well, and look at my sweatshirt. It, but, it's a yard dog <clears throat> sweatshirt that I got two years ago. It's Kelly, yeah, see, it's, I call that Kelly Green. Kelly Green. Green. That's Kelly Green All right, right there. So, but you match it up to this. Could it not be mistaken for the same thing? No, because one's lighter than the other. In your perception, 
I'm not so, colorblind, asshole. I can see I it. Get, but, 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 but you have I get thing. where you're going. You have to understand where the people become educated into how they identify with I get that. Things. But lime green is not Kelly green. Steak is not fish. And I'll stop it there because you know I'm going to go on a 20-minute rant if I say the next words that want to tumble out of my mouth. Uh, around the table quick before we go into the next topic, going on to this fair trial in America, Did starting with Lynch, did, did Kyle Rittenhouse get a fair trial? I believe he did. Herm? Yeah, I think he did. I agree. It's one of a few. And I'm going to now go, if you guys don't know about Brett Kavanaugh, stop the show. Go look it up real quick. We're going to make this as tight as we can. Brett Kavanaugh was you know, appointed to be a Supreme Court justice. He has to go through the vetting process. And a woman from 899 years ago comes out and says, he diddled me in a way I didn't like and yada yada and sis boom bah. And the feminists came out in force. Not just the feminists. You had just women in general saying, oh, well, if she says it, it must be true. That's where I'm going with all of this. And, and you guys brought it out. You guys really brought the, thought, brought the sauce during the Rittenhouse discussion. It was hashtag believe all women. But wait, can women not lie? Can women not do things? And I'm not, men can do it too. Well, are, are they but, biologically predisposed to not be able to tell a lie? And no, absolutely are? not. And that's so why, why I, so I stopped it there. So don't we question, we, we believe, but I say question all everybody? people. I say question all people. Let the dude have his day in court. And what happened was as the Kavanaugh thing went on and I don't want to say her name because she doesn't deserve my recognition. I do know her name. I'll never forget her name. But as it went on, it came out that, well, I may have misremembered. I, it may not have happened that way. But, uh, yeah, believe all women. You know, again, I'll, I'll point to you, Lynch, because you know me. You know I have a daughter. You know some of the things I've gone through in my personal life. Do you want the facts or do you want just what's fed to you? I want to know the, the whole story. Exactly. 50-50. Whether, whether it's half of it's bullshit or the other half is the facts, let me disseminate what I believe are the facts based upon the character. As long as you have the facts, and uh, based, say that word again. Based upon the character Thank of you. the person that is being portrayed to me. Thank you. Like you said earlier about Herm, I would never think that about him. I would not say that he, Look, he, he's, he he's, he's racist or, or this or that or the other thing. What I believe, and my perception of him as a person, he's a good, hardworking dude who busts his fucking ass every day and, and provides for his family. Absolutely. I will <clears throat> I will say this to your point about Herm. Not that I'm licking your ass or anything, but <laughs> I've known Herm a long time. He just wants to make there, him sound good in there's, post. There's one thing that people cannot... I'm sorry, two things that people cannot say or I cannot say, that people could say, and I'll, I'll call bullshit. One, you're right. Herm's a hard-working motherfucker. Two, if anybody were to call him racist, I'd call bullshit. I mean, yes, his liberal use of the N-I-G-G-A term is kind of suspect, but you know what? It, it is what it is. I know you were given the past, Steve yeah, Thomas. It's, it's a comfortability thing. And, and I, and no, I, I got it. And, you and, said it to me. You and I both know. I, I say it to more white people than I do on the planet. I say it in front of my daughter just to piss um, her off, just, just to see her cringe. It, 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 the crowd that I grew up with, the guys that I grew up no, with. No, and that was, that was... It was just... We used it. It was... I was, I was very much into the non... 
There wasn't a, a a black and white group. It was just a group. It was just a group. Yeah. Why, and, and, and we why all can't hung we get back to that? And well, that's, that's the evolution of a term. Um, yeah, like I those, use it, like the word cracker. I literally use it. I, I I know what its origins are, and I know I know exactly where that word comes from. And the the, the but we're literally look, man. I, I call you guys fucker and asshole all the time. I am straight asshole. to your face. What's up, asshole? What are you doing? Literally, it's it's a term of endearment. It's it's a term that we use within our group that's tight. Now, am I gonna walk down the street and just be like, "Hey, fucker, what's up?" No, no. But I've vetted everybody in the group that I'm gonna say it around that I'm comfortable. Once I gain, if that- I'm if I'm at a party and you're not comfortable with me saying the word and I don't know who you are, sorry. As long as the people that I'm hanging out with. And any of the brothers that are in the group are fine with it and don't give me no shit. That's all I care about. Right. I'm and not doing it to insult anybody. It's um, it's like a hug. It's it's a comfort level. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you get to know somebody well enough that you know what line you can and cannot cross. But unfortunately, nowadays that line is blurred so much. It's like <clears throat> it's. The line's drawn with an Etch-A-Sketch, and it's, like, shake, shook every day. Yep. And the line gets moved closer to you or closer to the person who's offended. I will I will say, I have said offensive shit in my life. If somebody comes to me and says, hey, man, that was that was kind of offensive to me, <laughs> I, I will apologize. And, I, and I'll be I'm like, oh, sorry, dude. I, I didn't know that was a term that you didn't like. I- I apologize for giggling, but as you said that, the first thing that came to my mind was like, did you say that thing? I all, The first thing I thought of was, why'd you eat the ice cream off the floor? Why'd you eat the ice cream <laughs> off the floor? <laughs> but I... <laughs> but you have to... You, that's my point. Is like you have... You, not say cater, but you have to understand... You have to know your audience. You have to know the people that you're... Say it again for the people in the back. Know your audience. Exactly. And people who have known me or known Lynch or known Herm for a lot of years know that we can say some sideways shit. Does it mean, like... Again, I'll go back to Herm, and he said it a couple times on the show. The I'm not comfortable saying it unless I'm around my daughter just to piss her off. Nigga. N-I-G-G-A. To me, it's just a way to make my daughter feel uncomfortable. Well, Do I say that in, in passing conversation? Hell no, I don't. However, again, know your audience. Do I walk up to some dude in the middle of stop and shop and go, what's up, my ninja? And that's why I use the term ninja all the time. It's just people understand I'm being ironic. Well, And, you, and we're way you, off the Kavanaugh thing, but I like where this is going. But you, you also recognize the fact that that term may be offensive to somebody, and you're going to refrain from doing it in front of an audience that you don't know. Sure. Um, we talked about this, I think, uh, in our, during our preview episode. Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, um, even now Dave Chappelle, yep. get shit for saying what they say, said or say. In their stand-up routines. And with Eddie Murphy and Richard Pryor, it was a sign of the times. It, it was kind of like... You a, cannot it, judge it, it somebody w- from 1981 with 2021 eyes. Correct. No. But it, it was... But the, Christopher Columbus statues are going down all over the country. But it Thomas was, Jefferson, for fuck's sake. I, I, another article, another artic- article I read, one of the 20th, 20 most horrendous people in the history of the United States was Thomas Jefferson. Are you shitting me? Anyway, moving on. Uh, going back to Brett Kavanaugh, and I love the points everybody made. Um, 
when this woman was discredited, the 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 backlash, the 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 public opinion was, oh, believe all women, believe all women. Well, if we believe all women, I shouldn't probably talk to Herm ever again. Or nor should either of you talk to me ever again. <laughs> or, you know, I don't know what you have in your closet. We haven't gotten to that episode yet, but I'm sure there might be something where I'm like, I shouldn't talk to Lynch again. You know, believe all women is a fallacy. It's just a blanket term, and I understand it. Women have been just villainized, not villainized, but uh, victimized well, I'm for take- a long, long time. But the victim mentality has to stop. Well, I'm going to take the word woman completely out of that, and it's... Why? Listen. Oh, Christ. If you go the gender route, I quit. I'm throwing that fucking gauntlet down, because if... We talked about it earlier. Harvey Weinstein. Yep. Oh, good point. It goes right to Kavanaugh. One was exonerated. One is guilty as fuck. Right. So do we believe all men? No, no, you you, again, you give them their let, day in court. Do let, fucking process. Let them go proven through, guilty. Let them go through the fucking process. That's the point. And and, and you can't. I don't want. You, you should never ag- assign gender on that. However, you can. But the feminists have, and that's that's my problem. It, whether you agree or disagree with what what their stance is, you have to re- respect why they're saying that. It's just like Black Lives Matter. It's just like Indigenous people. This is Indigenous People's Month. I fucking learned that. I was two days ago old when I learned that this this month is Indigenous People's uh, Day. Uh, As well month. it should be. Um, watching a commercial on fucking TLC or Before Discovery. I... <laughs> whatever the I'm fuck sorry. it was. It, but, you, you know, I... You, every... Every it, land, it, every land in this country, in this world, has been conquered by somebody else. Okay, let let's let's go to the fact that before the Europeans came here, tribes were fighting each other for land. But if you believe the uber liberal bullshit, everybody lived in peace. Everybody held hands. Everybody sang kumbaya. And I, then here come the evil white folk, and they just this is stolen <clears throat> land. Well. Yes and no. And there's the, the a really already fine... Here, oh, my God. The, but there's a really fine line between stolen land and, as the wars broke out, conquered land. The people that were already fucking here when we got here from Plymouth Rock were fighting each other to the death. There's a river that separates two towns in this area, right? And there are two casinos owned by, at the time, way back when in 60... And I'm not exaggerating. You guys hear me say 1863 all the time. That's an exaggeration. But in the 1600s, the 1700s, those were warring tribes. And you had multiple warring tribes. You had the Mashmuckets. You had... Mashantuckets, the Mohegans, Mohegans, the Narragansetts. Narragansetts. Uh, cripes. I could go further. There's like there, there's a handful, maybe a handful and a half of tribes that were fighting over that land because they... No, but if you believe the uber liberal side of this, they all said they all held hands and sang kumbaya they and they not. traded beaver pelts. Why the fuck do you think that we're not in cahoot? The Mohegans are not in cahoots with the with with mashed mashed Duh, mashed potatoes. <laughs> mashed potato. Listen to you, ladies and gentlemen. My he, co-host Andrew Jackson. He's well done. <laughs> <laughs> Much like my co-host David Duke. I mean, <laughs> sorry, I throwback. But Understood. You, you, you know, you you can't. 
Everybody's I, I, looking at these historical <laughs> figures through 2021 eyes. But I'm going to say this about Brett Kavanaugh. I'll say it about O.J. Simpson. I'll say it about Kyle Rittenhouse. You have to look at it through the eyes and, and the facts. And the problem with facts are they're subjective to who's reporting the facts. Now, when they go to court, the facts all are laid out on the table beautifully, whether it's by the prosecution or by the defense, everything is put out on the table for you to digest. Much of we just passed Thanksgiving. Everybody had a spread in front of them, right? You had the turkey, you had the green bean casserole, my favorite part. Blech. You had the uh, the yam thing with the with the marshmallows, marshmallows on, on top. top. Wait, watch <laughs> watch Herm. The gravy with the little teeny onions. Yeah, see him? Teeny tiny onion. And you have this whole spread and you get to pick and choose what you like. But that doesn't mean everything's not delicious to somebody. Right. The, the problem I, hate- I have with the mainstream media right now in the last three to five years is that it's so way liberal that you just, there, there's no real hard-hitting facts. Um, let's go back real quick. Did Ollie North... Get a fair trial back in 90, not 90, listen to me, 87, Oof. when he was put up there for the Iran-Contra hearings? That's a tough one because, you know, it, it was so... I had a broken leg. I couldn't go to school. I watched all that shit. That's where my love for this came about. Well, and, and <clears throat> again, he was already painted as a, as a criminal. Say it again. Already painted as a, Thank as a you. criminal and already painted as a person who was guilty. And he was fighting for his life to come out victorious to prove himself they that, scapegoated him yeah, they did because Absolutely. as a military man because he it's followed easier, orders it's easier it's easier for the government to throw him under the bus than to admit that the government made a fucking mistake Absolutely. As, and, and dealt arms to the enemy as much as i love reagan as a president he's completely as culpable as oliver north and he oliver was, north was following orders and he was complacent and follow and just let, letting this whole thing go and not stepping up and saying well, I kind of let this shit happen, so partially my problem. Okay, so real quick around the room. Did Brett Kavanaugh get a fair deal with the... It wasn't a trial. It was a congressional hearing against, I'll say her name now, Christine de Blasio Ford. So I think that <clears throat> her initial statement sound pl- sounded plausible, but as time went on with that... With that uh, hearing, I could catch a fart and paint it green and make you think it's plausible. Correct, but uh, as that as that hearing progressed, her story became less, and which less, is gonna and it's less, gonna bleed into less, next week. And Wait less, till you guys hear next week. Go ahead. And less and less and less plausible. When you start admitting that you may not have remembered facts in the correct way, or you misremembered something, or that whether you were complacent in this, or whether you were an active participant in it. That punches a big hole to me, being a reasonable person. And that's the important part of being a juror. A fair and reasonable. Fair and reasonable and use your proper judgment. Now, here's something I I wanted to bring up really quick is you're... You're pointing at me and I don't like it. No, 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 no. Let's just listen. This is horseshit. I just point to point. I'm pointing pointing at the Evil Dead poster right over there now. No, you're pointing at me, ass face. He's right behind you. Um... So now I'm the evil dude. <laughs> so you're, you're, you're tried by 12 people who are supposed to be your peers, correct? That's what they tell you, yes. Okay, so that's what we were taught in elementary school. 
all throughout junior high and high school and college if you went there, that the justice system and through our due process is that you are being tried by 12 people that have fair and reasonable judgment on the facts as presented to you. And the presumption is innocent until proven Correct. guilty. And you have to have that presumption. That's an, that's the key part to this. <clears throat> All right. So I'm in fucking Danielson. Why are you in fucking Danielson? I'm just using it as an example. Oh, okay. Nobody goes to Danielson unless they live there. I'm in Danielson at GA 132 or whatever the hell it is up there. The oh, the general, courthouse, yeah. The courthouse. I'm in jury duty. I get six very smart, reasonable people who can form an opinion on their own based upon the facts. I get six fucking backwoods dirt farmers, window-looking booger flickers, who can't formulate a fucking don't, sentence. Don't hold back. Tell us how you really feel, man. <laughs> booger lives matter. But you understand my point. There's... The, they may not know about the case because they don't have the they don't have the access to the case. It could be because they can't fucking read either. It, it could be because they don't understand the case. The fuck? They fill out that survey. They don't understand what's being asked of them. What what they're How do you feel about capital punishment? Fry the motherfucker. Well what what their what their obligation is to serve as a juror. They don't get it. They're just there to oh, I'll show up for five days. They're gonna get paid by their job if they have one. And they're going to get a stipend. Get from, a stipend, fifty gonna bucks a day. For, yeah, right. And, and heaven and, forbid they only last two days. Now they have a hundred bucks. Hey, Helen, we can go get fireworks and do the thing we always wanted to do. Well, it, 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 it so you you, I I get that the vetting process is thorough, but I also get where you can get two completely different sides in the same room, and you're not going to get. To the point where you're going to get get a concise and overwhelming verdict. And I think in 2021 that there is more pollution in the jury pool than there was, say, 20 years ago when we go to our guest next week. Or 27 years ago when OJ was on trial. Or 30 plus years ago when Ollie North went in front of the judge. Or even, um, let's go local to our area in Connecticut, Michael Ross. Who did not read about Michael Ross? Do I think Michael Ross got a fair trial? Yes, I yes, do. Yes, he did. Because, and, and he, because he admitted to everything. And scary story. He came to my parents' house when, when we lived on Eastern Point Road in Groton to try to sell my mom life insurance. And I guarantee you, if I had not been home that day... Something sideways might have happened. Something bad. Might, might. Might. Might have happened. Let's not, you know... I don't want to say let's respect the dead because fuck him. He died for a reason. You, you've met my mom. You, I have. It, it, she's batshit crazy, but she's still a good woman. And she's not an ugly woman. Attractive. No, yeah. She, she's she. You know, she's always maintained her her physique and all this shit. Had I been in school that day, had it not been a Saturday. I'd be talking about her possibly. You don't know, but I he, would he, potentially be talking about look her possibly. Look at the if you look at the list of victims and guys, if you're not familiar with this case, if you're listening in the other worlds of society, Michael B. Ross, go you can go to murderpedia.com, one of my favorite sites. Awesome. And look up Michael B. Ross. The list of victims is is from fourteen to twenty eight. 
I, I dare say, God and my bless mom your heart. was right in that scale at the time. She was at under the, under. What the, how old was she at the time? I was born in seventy. He got rung up in eighty four. He'd been doing this for five years. He he. She right. wasn't twenty five. My mom was born in seventy one. So do the math. No shit. If your I'm mom, a, if your I'm, mom was born in seventy one, you're a fucking anomaly because you were born in seventy two. Don't do this. Check would, yourself. I'm, when was your mom born? She was born in uh, September of seventy one. So and your she mother was a year two old. Older, two years older than I am. Your mother's fi- your mother's fifty one. No, I'm not seventy one. So, sorry, sixty one. Nigga, I'm just doing some math. <laughs> Nigga. So um, she was ten <laughs> when you were born. Let's try fifty one. Right. No, no. Ninth. All right. I'm born in seventy two. Yes. August. She was born. How old was she when she had you? Let's start there. Eighteen years old. So okay, seventy one. So, so fifty three ish. So, so fifty three, fifty four. If I'm doing my math right, Where dude, do you do you need a calculator? Where the do, fuck do, are you? Do, you? do you know how the, how human pregnancy works? <laughs> All right, my parents were married. You can't get birth to a child before you were born. It's not possible. <laughs> my right, son sorry, was born 50, in '71. I was born in '73. Fifty-two. I was I was 52. born. Fifty-two. Sorry, but wait, but wait. I identify as being born in 1932. <laughs> you can't stop me. You can only hope to contain me. So my mom is almost 20 years to the Thank day. Thank you for that. Older right, right, right. Okay, 20. Me. Oh, 20. Oh, rock and roll. Let's, let's rock. Wait, hold on. So Ross does his thing between 78, 78 and, 84. and 84. And this was in 1983. So she's about. She's 69 this year. Yeah, so she was about 20. No, because dude, when he was doing his thing, dude was already 12 years old. I was 11. Yes, she was almost 30. If she was born in 52, So she was 30-ish. She was around 30. 29, 30. I'll buy 30-ish, but I'm not going to buy you were born by a mother who was a year old. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm not the one who failed at math. I had Mort Krieger as a teacher. Math was never my strong suit. Clearly. However, um, did Brett Kavanaugh get a fair, sh- get a, get a fair shake, yes or no? I think he did, and he didn't. I think that because of her backpedaling, it kind of just made it more publicized than it should need be. Um, The end result, I think his exoneration was justified because the the story didn't stick. Okay. Anytime you backpedal after you make a bold statement like that, he diddled me, he did this, he did this, and he did this. And when you're put in front of Congress or whatever, a judge, jury executioner and say well i i'm not really sure if that is actually how it happened that punches a hole in your story and it makes me not believe you're a credible witness so i can't 100 percent admit to the fact that you're what you're saying to me is correct and true and accurate okay fair herm did brett kavanaugh get a fair shake um i did not pay a whole hell of a lot of attention to the whole kavanaugh to the kavanaugh thing okay um, Read honest, up on it before next week. I will. Just, I will. No, 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 no. I, I know what I, I, I know what happened. I just did not follow it. Um, I think he got a fair enough shake that he got the appointment he was looking for. So fair enough. So you know, you know, but I, I don't know enough and didn't follow the case closely enough to make like real, real critical remarks but I th- okay. again i think he got a fair enough trial to get the 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 they the, got his appointment the to appointment the Supreme that he Court. was looking for. well and that's why i said 
pre-air is that like yeah. I didn't follow that as closely as I followed the Rittenhouse case. Once you started discussing it, shit started going off. I'm that guy. I'm the guy that watches all of this stuff. And I said it earlier with a jaundiced eye, but for me, it's 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 my country, it's my <sighs> town, or it's my it's my this that. I want to be as educated as I can be on these subjects. Here's the problem I have, Chris, and it, it, this is maybe just me as a per, my personal opinion, is that I, I can only handle so much bad negative news. What he's saying is, I don't want to be a dick to you right now. However, <laughs> I'm going to be a dick to you right now. I can only handle so much bad news and just negative bullshit in my day-to-day life. Understood. There are certain things that I have convictions on, and there are certain things I'm like... This is another... A Supreme me, Court justice deserves my attention. But to me, this, it, it just screamed of another Hollywood person saying, oh, I was, wasn't given a fair shake well, in my audition. We talked about Weinstein earlier. Why not take a quick hit around the room? Uh, Rose McGowan started it. She did. And, um, and, and, other, and you were good on her, because she, but she her, her stories... Were detailed and verified. But the difference between Rose McGowan and Christine de Blasio Ford is that after Rose McGowan came out, there were like 17 others. Go back to Bob Barker. You know, people wanted Bob Barker hung by his feet, but he was having an affair with this woman for 20 years, and she's like, give me money or I'm putting the story out. He goes, put the story out. I don't care. I, I got nothing I've already hide. made peace with my wife. Let's do this. And it, it, you know what? He, 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 he basically said, I got nothing to hide. Yeah. Right. Fuck it. So, you know, going back to that, the more people that come out and tell the same story, you're more like, and I'm not saying the court of public opinion is right, but the more people that come out and say, not two people, not one person, but we're talking of, about 20 uh, plus yeah, said, on the Weinstein side say, yeah, this happened. This yeah, is real. Yeah, he invited me to his hotel room at Cannes Film Festival and I walked in and he was naked jerking off in the corner. Right. Two people, not a valid story. 22 20 people? people, I'll buy it. I'll, I'll take that all the way to the bank. Um, I'm just real curious. and It's, it's going to be a real quick answer before the drums start hitting. What is the most, in your opinion and make it ridiculously brief, the most egregious public opinion court case ever, leaving Rittenhouse out of it. Where the court of public opinion had determined fault before the jury and the court and the prosecutors and the judge got involved. Wow, that's kind of coming out of a left field. It makes sense because next week, I I want to preface you guys, next week... We're going to have a very special guest. His name is Ryan Thompson, and he, I don't think, got a fair trial. He's local to us. He's a really good dude, and I want him to tell his story, and then we're going to ask some questions. Originally, we had him scheduled for 30 minutes, but because we're breaking this into two parts this week, next week, we're going to give Ryan the fucking run of the floor. If he goes an hour, he goes an hour. We don't care. And I think that's fair because after reading up on his case... Um, and we're going to ask him the same question at the end about his trial. Right. Did you get a fair shake? But um, in your opinion, it could be national, it could be local, it could be whatever. What is, what is, and if you can't answer right now, I'll go to Herm. What, what case was the most egregious where the court of public opinion outweighed the actual fact? I don't know. I don't pay a lot of attention to that shit. Oh my god, I'm working with retards. No, you're not. No, I just you're not. don't watch. I'm not the fucking with I don't. You. I don't watch national news. 
Well, and it goes to my point is that we I don't I, watch I, national I, news. I just read up on a lot of stuff. I apologize. <clears throat> and I I know you do because you're 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 intelligent guy that wants to be in, have the finger on the pulse of the society and what what we're the the rover towing right now and yeah. where we're going. And I get I get where you're coming from, but it, it, <clears throat> again, I can only handle so much negative bullshit in my life. I got my own shit going on. I got a house to maintain. I got a wife to provide for mm-hmm. and help. And, and I had all of those at once. <laughs> Thank God I'll never get married again. But um, recently, within the last 10 years, <clears throat> there have been several, and they're smaller cases, but you, you, Mike said this best. It's the sensationalism is that can what sell ad revenue and what can sell airtime and what can sell my answer leads into that and what can sell uh my opinion my opinion on the on the on the topic it, it's really hard to discuss it's- okay i'll give you mine and this dude was convicted before the facts came out and when the facts came out he was rightfully convicted and is sitting on death row even though California does not have the death penalty anymore, which I think is bullshit. I'd rather be like Texas. They have the death penalty, and they use it, and they have an express lane for certain egregious murders and crimes. Scott Peterson oh, was that is a good convicted one. by the court of public opinion before all the facts came out, and when the facts came out, and I followed that story. I did too, actually. Like, ridiculously followed that story. So when the facts came out in a court of law, at first I was like, oh, yeah, you know, it doesn't look good for you, Scott. I, I would love to hear what comes out of this. And then when it all came out, dude, you should be under the fucking jail. Oh, when oh, the oh. facts came out. All right. So you just jostled my memory. OK. There was a Netflix uh, documentary uh, came out two years ago. Guy who worked in like this. I don't even know. It was like a mining field or something out in the Midwest. Are you talking about Chris Watt? Yes. Oh, that guy is guilty as sin. But Not only did he admit it, but you could tell. You, we talked about this about seven months ago. And, but th- th- here, here's the thing. Based upon what the media presented to you and his story, oh, he, he would never hurt his kids. He would, he would never murder his wife. He would never Thank do you. that. He would never do that. It's all. It's not about who you are or what you've done or, or what the speculation is about how the media presents it. Correct. And and watching that documentary, and I love the way they did that documentary. Have you watched that, Herm? No. Oh, uh, go ha- to Netflix. I know you have Netflix access. You're welcome. Uh, not that I'm fucking Netflix over, but um, I just added my ex-wife to my Netflix account. Sorry, Netflix. I pay for it. Fuck you. Um I can't remember the name of the documentary, but as soon as I have the name, like American Dad or American Murder or American Family or something, Chris Watt, when they show the body cam footage of Chris Watt and they show, oh, the neighbor says, oh, well, we have our uh, our garage cam. It kind of shows where Chris lives. Chris is backing up his truck into the garage, which he never does. Chris is out there. Three o'clock in the morning, which he never is. There's just, and you can see him fidgeting and squirming and just, ugh. 
And when we talk to our guest next week, Ryan Thompson, Ryan never squirmed. Ryan never fidgeted. You know, again, a brief. If you, if you don't know Ryan Thompson, Plainfield, Connecticut, look up the case before next week. He's going to be a fantastic guest. Did Ryan Thompson get a fair trial? We're going to find that out next week. But with Chris Watt, dude, to watch him on that body cam squirm and fidget. And, and when he leaves the house, the guy looks at the cop and goes, I've never seen him act like this. I don't know what his problem is. Like, I understand if your wife is missing, you should be. If if my wife were... All right, strike that from the record. If Chris's wife were missing, and he he should be fucking verklempt. If Mike's wife were missing, he'd be fucking verklempt. I don't have a wife, and at this point, I really don't give a fuck. It's called American Murder, The Family Next Door. Thank you. Look that up on Netflix. Netflix. Uh, link that to Herm, please. Yep. He'll be watching that tonight. Released in uh, September 30th, 2020 on Netflix. Great fucking documentary. Really, and really great documentary. When you're done with it, I don't care what time. Don't call me. Text me, and I'll get back to you in the morning. You tell me what you saw. Because I he, could see it in his, like you said, his body language. Yeah, his demeanor. Acting, his demeanor. When he did the interview live on television, he was already speaking in the past tense. Oh, it Much was, like Scott Peterson. It was very matter of fact. Well, Lacey was... Wait a minute. What do you mean Lacey was? Lacey is. First of right. all, Lacey, I'll say was because I didn't know her and she's dead now. Lacey was a hot piece. Woo! That was a good looking woman. Um, I wouldn't have killed her. But hey, Scott Peterson's different. He went after the skinny potato chip face bitch. Yeah. And he deserves what he gets. And I hope he gets raped in prison every day. But I hear drums. We'll be back next week. With an exclusive interview, Ryan Thompson is going to tell his story. And this goes right back to this tonight's topic. Can you get a fair trial in the age of social media? For Lynch, for Herm, I'm Chris Burns. We'll I'm see Chris you next Lynch. week. And you hey. are Chris Lynch. Hey, uh, do us a favor. Yes. Post that PDF on our Dysfunction Junction page with the affidavit for the um, appeal. Will do. Drums are about to kick hard, so we got to go. See you when I see you. Who sleeps on me?